What's up, party animals? Manny Lore here with another study minute presented by Fantasy Cruncher. As always, I got three topics for you. First, sharks have a monster day. I mean, massive. Led by Chipotle Addict with over $120,000 in winnings. Show you how he did it. Topic number two, difference between stakes is gargantuous. I'm talking massive when you're talking for uh, ROI and what it does for your bankroll. I'll talk about that a little bit more. And topic number three, FanDuel's duel for a difference. You want to get in on some charity action. This is your way to do it. All that and more on the study minute, baby. Let's go. Yesterday's Sharks had a massive day. I'm talking, you could look at any single tournament, regardless of stakes, and you would have seen numerous Sharks at the top. Obviously, Chipotle Addict with the biggest night out of all of them, but it wasn't just him, it wasn't just Papa, it wasn't just McLovin. It was it was everyone awesome. Chetabis, Kobe for MVP. I mean, you name it, they were up there, and... Scores were massive because everyone's core or the optimal core yesterday for most of these sharks went ham. I'm talking about, you know, Alec Burks being in a majority of these shark lineups went for 47 and he was just 4K. Guys like Beverly, 45. Giannis Harden had monster days at the top. Culver being 62% owned in some tournaments. Went for 30-plus, and he was minimum salary. Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell went for 60-60-plus. It was a, a, a it, it just fit in, right? The lineup that you were getting, if you crunched as close to lock as possible, just fit in. If you made some adjustments closer to that Clipper game and maybe bumped up Harrell just a little bit, you got even more, like... I, I don't know. It was it was just one of those where, okay, if you stuffed these guys in, you made very few changes. You had a a, a core that, uh, how we've talked about, was as tight as you can make it. Man, you had a field day yesterday. The 100K six-man went to Chipotle Addict, who scored 409.5. I pretty much just read off his lineup, but Alec Burks. Patrick Beverly, Jarek Culver, Montrez Harrell, Dwight Powell, Lou Will, Giannis, and Embiid. That's 409.5. Beat the next best user, Papa Gates, by 407. So 2.5 of a difference there. And, And if you saw throughout tournaments, McLovin with a 407 to take down his 50K in that rotation, player 200k guaranteed chipotle second there only one point behind a very similar lineup had russell westbrook uh there instead markeith also did very well so if you just had a a normal uh didn't really touch much kind of night man you had a massive massive night again chipotle with over 120 in those two tournaments alone you factor in everything else he'd cash. I'm, I'm looking at more than 150000 in total winning. So congratulations to Chipotle. Really congratulations to all Sharks. Very, very massive night. Looks like the first of its kind in NBA so far. Congratulations to everyone who won. Topic number two, the difference in stakes. And this one was kind of evident yesterday. And, and I'm going to elaborate on this just a little bit because... <sighs> 
Uh, as you move through the ranks, um, some have said uh, it, it's it's easier to bank in some of the top tournaments, right? Well, it's obvious because there's less entries, but uh, I, I guess some some may not realize that there's less entries when you go up to the sixty six dollar tournament, the six 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 dollar tournament. These these obviously have way less entries, but the field is a lot stronger. And, and that's kind of what you have to look at. You can't just look at the top score and say, well, I would have won or I would have not won. First of all, winning doesn't happen all that often that you should look at the top score, number one. If you look yesterday at the top scores between, say, the $10, which was the big 100K, the $66, which was the 50K, and then the six-man, the $600, uh, you'll see cash lines that are are very indicative of how strong the field is, right? If you look at the $10, you'll see a cash line of 310. And and that 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 seems that seems pretty high considering we we usually don't have a core this good really in NBA. Uh but but the $10 had 310 as the cut line. If you look at the $66, which had a fraction of the entries. I'm talking the $10 had 53,000 players in it the 66 dollar had 3400 players in it or entries in it the cut line there was 334 so we're talking man almost almost 20 times the field had you know 25 points less as a cut line or 25 points more of, of a cut line in this one right Cut line meaning min cash. You want to min cash. The last place that cashed in that $66 tournament was 334 points. Whereas in the $10, it was 310. And there's way more people in that $10 than there is in the $66. That says a lot. Obviously, the top scores 418 in the $10. 407 in the $66. You'll have a higher score in the $10 because there's, there's just more entries. <laughs> Uh, and, and you have more chances at that big outlier score. If you look at the $600, where there's 740 entries, again, a fraction of the $66. The $66 had 334. This one had 332 with a fraction of the entries. So so you clearly see the the, the, the level of the users in all of these tournaments. And just because you see a top score of X does not mean you would have won if you played higher stakes. Um, over the course of a season, the higher cut lines or the higher cash lines, which are significant in this case, would drastically improve or reduce your, your ROI. In this case, reduce your ROI. There's no way you're improving the higher stakes you go. There's just much better players. You're playing you know, top pros in all of those tournaments. Uh, the top score in that $600 tournament, 409, higher than the $66. Just imagine. There are some really, really good players, the higher in stakes you go, which is always my recommendation when I tell you, always play the lower stakes first and then go higher as your bankroll builds and you have the money to spend in those tournaments. The ROI will always be better the lower in stakes you are. Topic number three, FanDuel's Duel for a Difference. This one's pretty cool on FanDuel's behalf. I think they do this every single year, but getting closer to Veterans Day, and they're inviting us to support the armed services just like they do every year, right? 
In celebration of OSDs recently surpassing their 1 million served milestone, OSD will also ship 1 million cups of fresh ground coffee to troops in time for Christmas. Each entry will support this effort and OSD's award-winning programs and services. So that's pretty cool, man. There's going to be two NFL charity contests that will be this weekend. And all entry fees that are donated go to the Operation Supply Drop, of course, uh, supporting our troops. And what what a way for us to support troops, right? Anything we do, whether it's work in our normal day jobs, uh, so, you know, work on our normal companies, we always have to find a way to give back to those that serve our country. And that's no difference in fantasy football DFS, right? Where, where we have the opportunity uh, to, to just play and, and, and enjoy ourselves. And if we wanted to give back, maybe we don't have something readily available to us in our everyday lives where we can give back. FanDuel is offering you guys that opportunity. And of course, it's not just about free money on this podcast. It's also where we can make a difference and help one another, help others, and help their, those that have served our country. So, of course, a, a really cool feature uh, they do, I think, every year. I, I'm pretty sure they do this every year. Duel for a difference on FanDuel. Make sure you're all in that this weekend, even if it's one entry. I think it could be as little as $5. Every entry fee goes to this, to this cause, and, and, of course, it means a lot. Of course, if you're listening and you are a veteran, thank you for everything you've done. means a lot. I'd do this if I could, uh, maybe on tomorrow's pod or Monday's pod, uh, but of course not going to be here for tomorrow. Uh, I'll mention that in just a second. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, that, that, that's really it. This is the last pod of the week. No, uh, you do have one more stream today, 12 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash mlora. No stream Friday, no serious Saturday. Also, if you're an Osmo fan, no Osmo. Well, no Manny on the early Osmo show. I'm pretty sure that will still be programming. So I think you're good there. Uh, I will be back in time for Sunday morning stream. At least I hope so. <laughs> uh, that's the plan. Other than that, I wish you guys the best over the weekend in some NBA uh, contests. You guys take something down i love to hear from you guys message me on discord see how you guys are doing i'll keep tabs uh but that's it no podcast and one more stream left so if you're listening uh make sure you tune into the last stream man let's get some good stuff going uh i'll give you some positive vibes heading into the weekend other than that i'll catch you on this pod on monday take care everyone <laughs>